Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. What's up, everybody? Welcome into the Saturday show. Hope you all are doing well on this Saturday morning. 97.5 FM, DKSL Sports Zone. Michelle's back. I am back. Yeah, how was Greenville? You know what? Surprisingly, I kind of liked okay, it, I okay. think. So. Well, not just because of the weather, I'm sure. No, it's actually like really pretty and quaint. I like small towns. Sure. So... I, I was kind of into it, which I could have stayed a little bit longer, maybe explored Obviously. a little bit more, yeah. but I mean, it is what it is. It was great to be there. All right. Well, that's we'll, we'll talk more about that as today's show progresses. That's Michelle. I'm Jake. We got a special guest in studio. We did this a couple weeks ago with Kenneth Scott from the Utes, Ryan Hancock, former BYU quarterback and pitcher, and I don't know what else you played at BYU. You feel like you played every sport known <laughs> to man. But how are you, Ryan? I'm great. This is going to be a lot of fun. Okay, and I guess I can pull back the curtain on this. When we had Kenneth Scott in studio, you messaged me and said, hey, if you ever want somebody to come in studio, I'm willing to do this. <laughs> oh, no, that's, um, that, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I've i been able to dabble a little bit um, on 960, and uh-huh. and I've gotten to uh, co-host for, I'm not co-host, but um, do color for baseball. And, sure. Um, you know, the radio thing is intriguing. I was a comms major, so. Um, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I didn't do the you know broadcast but um but I, you know i i know the world a little bit well okay you played professional sports so i think <laughs> yeah. you, you understand the whole gist of what we do here sure so. yeah excited to have you in we're going to talk a lot uh it's opening weekend for major league baseball of course you played for the Cal- then california angels yes now are they still the los angeles angels of anaheim or what is the well, name I don't now? Know. yeah something along <laughs> those lines i um i still of course am you know preferential to the california angels but sure um, but it works. We'll talk, it's just the Angels. Yeah, we'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk some BYU football. They had their annual, um, I call it a spring practice. It yeah. Was, it was a weird deal last night. Also the alumni game. Mm-hmm. Um, we had our first uh, ruptured Achilles apparently oh. last oh, night. No. Yes, I know. It was like the last 30 seconds yeah. of everything. Apparently. Max oh. Hall ruptured oh, his Achilles. Oh, no. <laughs> 
That is horrible. Celebrating and of all things. The worst part is it's the, it's the Edwin Diaz from the World yes. Baseball Classic celebrating he dares it, not pl- actually playing. Yeah. That is brutal. Yeah. Oh. And yeah, I saw them bringing him off the field. I was like, what's going on? He wasn't playing. No. Um, and then, then I saw him laying down, and they put him on his stomach, and oh, they're yeah. looking at his ankle, and I'm like... Uh oh. That's not good. Oh. <laughs> yep. So, uh, best wishes to Max, obviously, for a quick recovery. We'll talk more about that as today's show progresses. But let's get to what we how we start each week. Let's get everybody's highlight of the week. I'm going to actually have Christian start this week. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to toss a little wrench in the plan. What's your highlight, Christian? Oh, I had a lot of fun this week. Uh, I got the chance to fill in on the Hans and Scotty show a few times. Okay. So, I'd say that was my highlight. I love. Filling in on the Daily Show, the Hands and Scotty Show was really fun. Plus, uh, I was here when they announced that Hands was going to be doing uh, color for mm-hmm. BYU football. Yep. So that that was a really fun day, a really big, important day for Hands. So it was fun to be here all week. We'll see how fun you like it when you fill in for me in, in the morning with DJ and PK. We'll, we'll, that'll <laughs> one day. That's going to be the, that's, that's gonna be the real test. The, the litmus <laughs> test. <laughs> yeah. All right, Michelle, what you got? Uh I just barely realized, like, yesterday that mm-hmm. I've been with KSL for a year, and this is, like, hey. a year mark being together like on today? the show. Well, I don't know today, today, okay. but, like, I'm essentially yeah. how it plays Sweet. out. Okay. So, yeah, we've been doing this for a year now, Jake. Awesome. Hey. Well, wow, happy congratulations. one-year anniversary to us. In a way, like, yes. We okay. Here's the thing: when they Jake and Ben, did you see that poster? I they saw had? the poster. It's still right over there, actually. You say, where's our poster? It's still in they. So they celebrated. Their, they actually made a poster for him. They hung it up here. They tore it down so fast. <laughs> which which what was it was their... Jake and Ben? So, okay. the, so they're from ten to noon. Yeah, they celebrated. Yeah, this is, goes back probably six or seven months. That that's the sign right there. Okay. Literally, it's folded up on the on the floor. It's been sitting there for months. Imagine that. Yeah. They walked in, looked at it, were like. Oh, this is way too much. Yeah. But good times. Well, hey, awesome for us. That's kind of cool, to actually. If I would have known, I would have brought something to yeah. celebrate. I didn't know. Michelle's the one that remembered it. Last <laughs> so, night, of like, all things. Hey, that's okay. But, Ryan, you got a highlight this week? Oh, I mean, I would say absolutely seeing old friends and teammates in town sure. yesterday. Um, always there's a few surprises. Um couple people that didn't show up that I was hoping to catch, but that's mm-hmm. that's fine. Um but um, of course, uh, see old friends is always a highlight. Did they have a number of how many BYU alumni came back yesterday at all? I didn't see a number, but okay. um, it's bigger every year. Um, and it, I'm sure now that there's this excitement around the game and stuff, and sure. um, and obviously Kalani's really pushing for for that culture back again, and yeah. it'll it'll just continue to grow every every year. Well, I got to say the highlight of my week is I actually was out at Lavelle Edwards Stadium last night. It was actually good weather. It was Oh, yeah. It was outstanding. Like, I was able to, like, walk around and be like, okay, it's dry. I'm uh-huh. watching football. Like, <laughs> it was actually pretty, it was pretty awesome. It was like an October <laughs> yeah. fall, fall day, and I think okay. we would have had an even bigger turnout for sure. A lot of people were happy to watch it at home on sure. TV, and they get a little spoiled, and they're like <laughs> – I, even my daughter and wife were like, we don't know if we're going to come down because it's on TV and it's going to be snowing. And but then, then all of a sudden, the weather turned. I'm like, you, you guys are going to like the weather down yeah. here. You should come down. And so, um, yeah, I think um, all we saw was like the Provo, Utah County people. Um, we, I bet we would have had more like you know northern Utah people come down yeah. if, if they knew the weather was good. Well, see, and th- here's the thing. I left the studio yesterday. I drove actually – I was here uh, getting ready for Salt Lake Bees and whatnot yesterday. I drove straight from the studio down there. And leaving the studio, it was raining slash snowing here. And it, <laughs> I know. And I kept going further south. I got to like Sandy and it went like from wet 
to dry roads. Yeah, I'm like, that's always oh, so it's weird. Completely it was changed. such a total Utah <laughs> Rocky Mountain spring day yesterday. Yeah. Those big fluffy snowflakes uh-huh. that make you think that you're in the middle of a snowstorm, yep. and then it just melts so fast. And then the sun's out, and you're like, cool. Make a decision. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's crazy stuff. Well, uh, let's get, let's dive right in. And Ryan, I want to. Uh, you obviously were at BYU Alumni Day yesterday, and you mentioned the fact that Kalani's trying to rebuild a lot yes. of that, just bring everybody back. Yeah. And there was, um, I saw pictures of guys like uh, Chris Pella, for example. Yes. Longtime Lavelle Edwards assistant. He was there yesterday. Oh, yeah. Chris is amazing. He recruited, one was, one, was one of the first guys that recruited me. Okay. Um, came out to my house in, in Northern California. That mm-hmm. was his, his area at the time. And, um, and he's still very lucid, and I, I don't even know how old, old he is now. But, yeah. but um, I walked up to him and said hi, and you know we always just have that thing because I was one of he was one of my first contacts with BYU. Yeah. Now, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let Michelle weigh in on this as well. It's something I feel like Kalani has picked up a little bit off of what Kyle Whittingham has done. Kyle's been very good at Utah about being okay. Let's get the alumni back here and let yes. them like both embrace the current crop mm-hmm. of athletes, but at the same time. Remember, hey, this is this is your home. Like you built relationships here that are gonna last forever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my input on yeah, this. <laughs> yeah, I just want your thought because you 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 covered Utah very closely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I it's you know what it's really nice to see BYU getting back to that as well. Mm-hmm. I I've I have friends that I mean, obviously Hans actually yeah. like Hans and I go clear back to ESPN seven hundred. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember in those days, you know, he kind of would lament about mm-hmm. it just doesn't feel like we're wanted back. And uh, so to see that kind of shift and turn around and and have people feel welcome. Derek Stevenson was another one I yeah. talked to about mm-hmm. that. Um, I think it's just really cool because I I know a bunch of former Utah guys um dating clear back to the 80s and 90s and they show up to everything and so it means a lot to them it means a lot to them to see the program that they help build continue to prosper and grow and move in a new direction and for BYU and BYU's former players to also have that opportunity like I just understand how much that means to them and so I think it's great that we're starting to see that move back down south as well yeah I mean my take on it is you know, we had Lavelle, obviously very close knit mm-hmm. family situation. Um, then we, you know, jumped through a couple guys. You know, for, Croton was there for a pretty short time, yeah. um, but um, Broncos just, um, you know, he just hit. He's just Bronco. Yeah, um, <laughs> the guys that played for him are very close knit, and oh, it's yes. you know. He he created the family within the team, and he focused on that. And you know that's okay. Um, he just didn't go out of his way to, you know, do any anything else because mm-hmm. he was such a focused individual, and and that that's okay. Um, but it just kind of waned in the um, the relationship oh, yeah. aspect, and he had different things to focus on. You know, I, I think in some ways it's wrong for people to get too on him because he had his other other things you know, that he was focusing on. And it just, over the years, you know, it just became a little bit, you know, maybe awkward. He didn't really have opportunities for us to go down there. So, sure. um, so obviously as soon as um, Kalani came in, he's just such a Lavelle guy. Everyone loves it. <laughs> yeah. um, and, and you can feel it and he make, he does a great job. 
Well, and that's the thing about this is it was fun yesterday because just to wander around and see just who was there. Like mm-hmm. Austin Colley was wandering around. Yes. I had a chance to chat with him for a second. And he's talking about the fact that like, a lot of those guys that were playing in last night's alumni game that didn't play last year said that they saw what happened last year's yes. alumni game. were like, no, nah, I'm going to be a part of yeah. that. Right. Yeah. No, it was it was that's it's just going to keep getting better. I mean, it was it was yeah. fun and and I love it because we want to be competitive. We want to show that hey, I can still throw it around and <laughs> catch it. But it, there's nothing more annoying than church ball guy that wants to and and you don't see that out there. People are just having fun. Um, no one's going to hurt anybody. Um, you know, every you know, there's people competitive, and we want to mm-hmm. show that our era was pretty good, and they want to show that. <laughs> but um, but it, all, in the end, it's just a good time. It's a, it's just a and and everyone always comments about just walking on the field again is just such Correct. a you know, you know, such a euphoric yeah. um, feeling. Um, and they did some fun stuff this time, like. When I played, we didn't do the run on the field with the steam, and you know yeah. we we had a, the, you know the run on the field thing, but um the, you know they did an announcements and um you know sometimes I think some of the old guys were like yeah that'd be fun to do so, <laughs> so I think they pulled that they they pulled that out of the bag this year and yeah. I, it'll just get better every year now. When it comes to just like the kind of embracing the past, because we were doing media interviews while they were doing the announcements of the alumni players coming out, uh-huh. and you could tell, I got, oh yeah, they had guys doing it. Are you going to be playing in this game one day, Ryan? That's oh, my absolutely. I would have played this year, but you know, there's so many quarterbacks. Well, the thing. I don't feel bad, and also, you know, maybe the timing will be better last year. I, I've done some back work. I know. Recently, I was going to ask how physically because you had a back a surgery, correct? Uh, not. A, I mean, I had an ablation. Okay. You know that. Yeah. Stuff. I'm trying to avoid. You know the the, the major heavy duty yeah. stuff, and I think I I think I will. I I actually had a total knee done recently, and Jeez. you know just just some of the typical old old, um, old player injury stuff. But yeah. um, but the cool thing about being a quarterback is there's there's you just get a drop back and there's no rush, and it's, <laughs> it's the fun side. You know, I still have an arm, I can still throw it, so well, I'm ready to go. That's what John Beck was talking. About. I was like, okay, it was it was. Uh, Kevin Federick versus Max Hall last year. Yeah. It was the, the, the starters, quote unquote, were uh-huh. Ty Detmer and John Beck, and both of them essentially said, "Well, uh, we'll see who we handed off to next year in terms of like the headlining yeah. quarterback." So, <laughs> yeah. It's, well, Ty told me he's like, uh, "Hey, I might use you as a secret weapon if my shoulder doesn't feel good. <laughs> You're coming <laughs> off the field, you know." But I was like, "No, I didn't. I didn't bring anything to be on a field with." So. Well, and that's, that's the thing about this is Ty was throwing at 50 yards last night. Yeah. Wow. You don't lose your arm. He's still got it. still got it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, you don't you lose your arm. I, You know, me and Dewey have a thing where we talk about – we had a contest back when we played about um, how far we could throw a ball. And um, and we were, you know, messing around with if you come back, we're going to do that contest again. But <laughs> he got – Stuck on a plane or something. I, he didn't make it back yesterday. So, oh. um, but uh, but I could tell he was watching um, <laughs> and wishing he he was coming out. So wish, wishing he was here. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. 
Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. I, I mean, talk a little bit more about what it's like seeing these guys, because I've heard it from the Utah end, but what what's it like on the BYU end, not seeing these guys forever and then kind of being put together and is it just like things click like you had never left oh absolutely um of course your teammates are all other ones you're, you're looking for but you know Kalani you know made a good point also this and I and I saw people really making more of an effort to you know meet guys from other generations mm-hmm. um other teams um because we really are a, a family as a whole and um and I met a couple guys that I hadn't met before. Um, of course, we recognize faces, and mm-hmm. and you know the stars kind of go, oh, there's that, you know, I, I you know, that's that's so and so. And but but um, you know, athletes have their pride, and they're like, you know, <laughs> who's going to come up the truth, you know? But, yeah. but but we all, you know, it's 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 fun. I I, I met a few guys um, that I hadn't talked to before. Um, I met I, I I talked to Dennis Pitta, Pitta for a minute, and um, of course, you know, it's just crazy. I, you you just when when you're as old as me, you're like, you know, I these these guys were like in grade school, if that, when I played. So, current well, players weren't born. Even, not was, born. Well, current players wouldn't even been born. Yeah, yeah, yeah I know, and and it doesn't feel that long ago. Sure, yeah. for me, I'm like it. Every time I go back there, it feels like yesterday, honestly. Um, and so you know, then I go. Oh, that was 30 years ago. Shoot. <laughs> okay, and remind me, the years you played were 91? I, I, 90 was my first oh, 90, year. Okay. The, the fall of 90. Oh, so Ty um, Detmer's Heisman Trophy yes. campaign. Okay, great. Yeah, the fall, fall of 90 was my my first year, my redshirt year. Uh-huh. Then my freshman year, um, 91 was when Ty um, uh, was a senior. Okay. And, and they brought in a lot of quarterbacks. Um, I was just in that group to kind of hopefully find a – a successor, sure. Um, and then '92 was the year that I played. Yeah. Jeez, yeah, you're right. It doesn't seem that long ago, but that's it is 30, <laughs> yeah. 30 years in the past. Yeah, yeah they creep up on you. <laughs> well, and Kate, so now with regards to the future for BYU, uh-huh. it's the Big Twelve, and I've talked with enough guys from your generation of BYU players, even going back. I've, I've got an old neighbor of mine who played for Lavelle in the '70s. He was uh-huh. one of the first groups to come in and play for Lavelle. He has talked about his dream. So that's 50 years back. And yeah. he's talked about his, his dream was always to see BYU playing at the highest level of football. Certainly. In the 70s and 80s, they were able to compete at that level because it was a different format. And they obviously won that national title in 84. Sure. But he talked about the fact after that, he said it's been kind of locked. They've been locked out of playing at that top level. And, but now yeah. they're going into the Big 12. Mm-hmm. For you as an alum, how big of a deal is this? Oh, it's huge. Um you know, we got to dabble into those places when we'd have a couple fun non-conference games. Um, you know, I got I got to play at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. We had Penn State come into our house. Um, so we got to see the big boys, and um, typically we got to sneak up on them a few times. Yeah. Um, but you always were, um, you know, you kind of were, I don't know, not stood back by any means, but... Typically, you can tell the difference in the athletes um, when you go against, um, you know, those those upper levels. Yeah. Um, and and that that really is what stood apart. And, and you, yeah, you want to be considered one of the best. And um, and that just gives you the opportunity to do it on a week in week out basis. Um, and so that's that's what we want to strive. Um, you know, I don't 
you know if it's just it's obviously not even just BYU. I think it's just being a, a, you know from this area and you know not get feeling like you get the respect from the East Coast and um, just having the opportunity to you know play with the big boys really. Well, that's that's the interesting part about this is I think you have said essentially what everybody else has said is like it's finally an opportunity to see them week in and week out get that opportunity because yeah. it. it, it you can go back to BYU history, and they've played their fair share of Certainly. big games. And mm-hmm. as you said, they sneak up every so often on somebody who overlooks them, and they they nip them. And that's, yeah. that's the thing about it is you go and get like an Oklahoma in 08, for example. Absolutely. And you talk about Penn State. talk about Notre Dame. Was that in 90? When was Notre Dame for you guys? 92. 92, um, okay. That was the first time we played them, um, and it was at their place, of course. Okay. Um, Rick Meyer, Jerome Bettis. You know, they that was that was a big, um, big, big deal. Um and um, and a lot of fun, absolutely. Uh, that's gonna be the interesting part is just to see this, and we'll talk more about this as today's show progresses. Like, kind of what you think that the well, actually, I'll, I'll talk to you right now. We got a minute sure. here. Yeah. What do you think BYU needs to do uh, right now to be competitive? Absolutely, build depth. Okay, um, because the front level is ready for it. I think okay. um, it's it's just depth um, and building confidence. Uh, on the whole team, uh, mm-hmm. within the whole program, um, and you know, making sure that everyone b- believes and buys into the, you know, we're ready for this, um, <laughs> you know, mentality. Um, I, I I truly believe we do, but one thing is, a couple guys go down, and you know, doubts start flying pretty quick, um, and you want to avoid that. You want to have the depth, so there's just people ready to stand, to to step in, and you know, I. That's that's what I see. I, I think just building depth is is key. Absolutely. I would absolutely agree. <laughs> having having again watched and we've yeah. talked about this a lot. I think that's what I keep saying all the time is mm-hmm. it's the depth part is the surprising part. Your uh-huh. ones probably can compete with just about anyone. It's yeah. it's once you start getting into October and November mm-hmm. that you start kind of clenching your teeth and and really having to dig deep for for the first couple of years yeah um i want to go back to you mentioned playing some of the big boys it sparked something Uh um that i haven't thought about in a little while uh so when i worked with the stallions i worked with lamar thomas who was wide receiver receiver. with miami miami, and he talked about all the time uh being so mad going down to Provo, I think it was 91, mm-hmm. and, and losing to you guys. Yeah. What do you remember from that game? Oh, what I remember is, actually, I think it was it was, it was was 90, actually. Was it, it 90? It, it kicked, yeah, it, it was off. 90 because it was my first, that was I your think first it was even game? before school started. Um, so I was a red shirt freshman, okay. um, and it was so early that I actually didn't even get a suit up. <laughs> and so we were up in the canyon um, – uh, doing something i think at vivian park or whatever mm-hmm. uh me and a couple of the other football players that were redshirt freshmen okay um scholarship guys and you know you know we we uh didn't get to go to the pregame stuff and so we weren't going to be on the sidelines um but uh um we the game was like early evening i think um and we got stuck in traffic in the canyon oh, no. um, trying to get to the game, and oh. we actually <laughs> barely got there for kickoff. And luckily, um, 
uh, as a player, you have to go through a special entrance, and and we were it was our first time going to a game, so we didn't know really the whole procedure, and we were worried that like Lavelle would find out that we were late <laughs> and stuff, and we were panicked, um, but but we did get into the stadium for uh, the start of the game, and um, and wow, uh, yeah, crazy memories. Um, you know, that was just a pretty magical game, one of those games that you just feel it in the air. Sure. And, and feel it, feel it. you know, everyone I'm sure that attended that game felt it. Um, it was just pretty magical. Um, and, um, you know, I think uh, a lot of people can relate. Um, you know, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a lot of people that, that have been around a football program um, and or been to a lot of big games. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, the this, this stadium just has a different feel, mm-hmm. um, and uh, that was one of those games. Well, okay, we'll talk more BYU football, but coming back, I want to talk a little baseball with you because sure. you, you've played at the highest levels of baseball. Mm-hmm. We'll talk more about your background. We'll get your thoughts on MLB opening up with yeah. some new rules, obviously, <laughs> yeah. uh, changing the game. We'll get to all that. It's coming up next right here on the Saturday Show on 97.5 FM, the KSL Sports Zone. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story, the struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.